just here to uh, <laughs> add electric commentary. I guess so. <laughs> All right, welcome guys. Sorry for the hiatus again. You know, uh, I have real jobs actually, so this is kind of something we like to do for fun. Unfortunately, yeah. you guys don't pay us enough to. Um, have this do be full time, not enough support, as they might say. Uh, but <laughs> Tyler, how are we doing? Oh, okay. We're okay. doing all right. Uh, yeah, we're doing okay. Um, we've been gambling a lot. We've been betting on some just ridiculous. We've been betting on the KHL, the DEL, every soccer league known to man. Ew, that was fucking sick. Kevin Hayes just went bar Mexico, 4-2 fly guys, four minutes right. left in the second. Uh, bet the Flyers also, so that's really nice that they're up by two right here. We needed that. Uh, yeah, not familiar, DEL is German hockey. Yeah, the KHL is the Russian league. The DEL is the German league. We've been betting every every league known to man in soccer. Uh, yeah, I'm doing good. Um, you know, we're we're doing pretty good this week. Gambling wise, uh, a lot of sports are on, which is good. Um, yeah, not too bad. How are you? What do you got going on? Can't complain. It's 45 degrees here this week and everything's melting. So that's good. This might be a dumb question. Do you guys get flash flooding? Like when things melt? Yeah. Nah, I mean, it's there's like puddles in areas, but it's not like holy shit, you're in danger. Like when DC, I didn't have a rain to get flash flood alerts. Not, not right. Like, like you don't, you don't get real flash flood alerts. Unless it's going to have like thunderstorm, like significantly, but it's not every time there's rain in the forecast. Gotcha. Uh, okay. So, but again, it's a little different than what we do. End of February. So I'm, I guarantee we're going to get at least another two weeks randomly mid end of March where it just goes back down to, and it snows a foot so that sounds fucking terrible yeah that's that happened multiple times before i can tell you how many times spring break like either elementary school or high school where it's like you'd wake up and there'd be snow on the fucking ground and it's like what well good news is you chose to live there so not as a kid i didn't got no one to blame but yourself now not as a kid i did not well now but now you did yeah i guess so but, so, but, yeah, so that's how we're doing right now. Um, pop culture stuff, I guess. Who's hot? Who's not? Um, I'll go first. Who's hot? Baseball and Max Max Homa. Um, baseball catchers pitchers reported last week. Full squads going now. Spring training started. Um, so baseball's on the horizon and then Max Homo just won a major and um is sitting pretty even though he almost blew right. it but in fairness it was not a major whatever but he did just win a golf tournament uh Max Homa if you don't know is a golfer who is also the ultimate Twitter troll um 
He's on the PGA Tour. He's been kind of just like a mediocre tour player. Um, and he will just roast your swing on the, on Twitter. Like your yep. buddies can just send him your swing and he will just fucking annihilate you. And he's a pretty witty kid. So he just won this weekend. He did almost blow it. Thankfully, when he missed the putt on 18, a three-footer to win. Uh, the person he was in a playoff with was Tony Finau, who was cursed and can never win a tournament ever again because he won the Puerto Rican Open. So, yeah. you know, if there's one person you want to blow it and be able to refocus with in a playoff, it's Tony Finau. So he was able to do that, and he got it done. So that was exciting. Uh, why is baseball hot? Spring training? Yep, spring training. Back. Pitchers and catchers reported last week or two weeks ago. I don't know. And now full squad's out there. Seeing pictures every day of Chris Bryant and Rizzo just having a having a blast out there, you know. Did you see the picture of Bryce Harper when he got there? No. Uh, Well, one, he looks yoked. Looks like he's been doing a lot of CrossFit. Uh, Two, he had a red beanie on that said John on it, which is Philadelphia slang for you Midwest people or you Russians that listen. Uh, And the A was the Liberty Bell, and then uh, his. Shirt he had on said clear water instead of clear water, Florida. Uh, it said water, W-O-O-D-E-R. So that's electric. I'm definitely buying that shirt. And his bat had the Philly Fanatic on it. Uh, so that's that was also cool. super duper cool. Yeah. So all around Bryce Harper, uh, NL MVP seems like a lock at this point, And he probably will lead the league in home runs. So um, there's some free money for everyone. And yeah. We'll, yeah. Uh... Chris Don't Bryan tell me Rizzo or Chris Bryan or any other nonsense that you're about to spew towards me right now. <laughs> All I was going to say is Chris Bryan was on an interview or a month ago or so with uh, Barstool Chicago guys, and they were asking like, how close Bryan, or Bryce was actually coming to come into Chicago. And he told Chris that like he loved the city and would love to play there, and the Cubs are just too dumb to do anything. So, Well, that sucks for you. And we got well also baseball's back because we got Jake Arrieta back and he's mentoring our young guys and basically we're gonna have a rotation in like two years of just five Jake Arrietas. Good Jake Arrietas or the bad psycho ones that don't really perform and have a lot of injuries and tempers and get in fights with everyone in the clubhouse because they think they know everything when they don't. Which one? The good one, the one that was in Chicago because that's his home and you got. You can't, I don't know, you can't beat Wrigley, so you just okay. can't. Well, all right, I hope so. Uh, that would be really cool if that's what you guys got. You guys would be very good at baseball at that point. Well, I hope so. And then uh, back up, GameStop's back again. Yes, GameStop is back to the moon today. I missed yeah. the GameStop wave, so I did not buy that as one of my meme stonks. But I did buy American Airlines, Nokia, and BlackBerry, and all of those are up today also, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I've been on Nokia. And then there's like three other ones that are up like 25% today, so that's pretty cool. Love that. To the moon, baby. Let's fucking rock. To the moon. All right. Then, what do you uh, not hot is the Seattle Mariners. Um, oh, I stole that. Who is that? Their president? Yes, some dude did a Zoom video call to the Rotary, Rotary Club and basically 
I guess there's three main points. One was disappointing with how the league handled COVID and how they still are handling COVID and just was open about it. Two, basically explain, like exploited how owners, the ownership side looks at um, arbitrations and like when to bring up minor minor leaguers so that you can like take advantage of their service time, if you will. And then three, just trashed foreign players for not being able to speak English. Love that. And uh, what I was reading was like the other people high up in the organization weren't, weren't like, he didn't really harp too much on one of them. It's just a culmination of all three of those things. Like, dude, you can't just say that to a fucking Rotary Club when you're on video. And yeah, so. You can't do that. And some of it wasn't even like completely 100%, 100% accurate. Like the Dominican guy he was referencing, like their player development was like, this guy's like tried the hardest and like honestly improved the best like in the two, three years, whatever that he's been working <laughs> with them or whatever. Anyways, but yeah, so they're, they're in uh, some hot water right now. Yeah, not hot. Is that all you got? Yeah, that's all you got. All right. Uh, What I got that's hot is uh, Bobby Schmerda and Kodak Black. Since our last recording, both have been released from prison. So get ready for some real uh, interesting tracks to come out. Kodak just dropped a track. Hit hit ballad or something like that with Lil Yachty. That the music uh, video... Was Schmerda in that um, video that he and the Drexel boys all had a part to? No, he was not. Oh, uh, I was going to say, um, you guys have to remake a new one of those. Yeah, the double XL cipher. Uh, that was an elect. That's an electric cipher, but no, he was not. Uh, that was 2017, double XL cipher. Uh, but Bobby Schmerda got picked up in a PJ from prison by Quavo. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, also hot is NBA Top Shot. Um, I have gone from not understanding it to still not understanding it, but fully being in on crypto, Bitcoin, blockchain, and NFTs, which stands for non-fungible tokens. Um, so I'm totally in. It's a lot of people paying enormous amounts of money for GIFs. Yep. Um, that you can just watch. Like, I made this point when I didn't understand. Again, I still don't understand it, but the value of something is what someone's willing to pay for that item. Um and on Monday, we were having this discussion, and I looked, and there was, I don't know, a Derrick Rose layup card, the GIF, the, whatever the fuck they are, uh-huh. for 15K. And then I went to YouTube, and I typed in the date, because it tells you, like, layup and the date of the game. Uh-huh. So I typed that in, and I actually got all of the Derrick Rose highlights from that game, including that layup from multiple different angles for uh, actually $0 and I could watch them whenever I wanted. Uh, so that was cool. Uh, so I don't understand why people are paying for these um, because you get nothing that is tangible. 
but that's what they're doing. So I'm all in now. They're hot. I'm trying to get one. They keep doing these stress tests where they only release like 5,000 packs. Um, but there's like 200,000 people in the waiting room to try and get them and you get randomly assigned the line number in line. So I haven't been able to get a pack yet, but I'm really pumped because the worst cards are selling for like 30 or more a piece. Um, and you get three in a pack and a pack costs you nine bucks. So if you work the math out when you get rid of what your initial cost was and the percentages that the company takes from each sale, uh, you're guaranteed to make like a hundred bucks minimum. So, um, well, we need to find the next thing before it blows up and we can just get that for pennies. Yeah. No, do we, how need, we do that? Well, no, what we need to do is just make this for soccer. Like if someone is paying $200,000 for a LeBron James dunk, could you imagine when someone's going to pay for like a messy champions league final goal or something like that? Like soccer, the entire world fucking loves. Yeah. Do you know how much bigger your market is? If you do it for like that, that is it. I fi- I found it and it's that. And like a Cristiano Ronaldo header where like when Mbappe in the Champions League last week played Barcelona and had a hat trick and they smoked Barcelona. Like if you get the Mbappe hat trick, Jeff, like. Yeah. Basically anything that ESPN's done like a 30 for 30 on, like major event, if you can get something from there, like. So. Yeah, if you get that Colombian own goal that then the guy got killed from, like that's an electric one. Yeah, so I'm all in. That's it. I figured it out already. We just need to make it. So, so if you know how to do blockchain, we'll cut this part down to the podcast so no one can steal it. Um, oh, we yeah. know how to do it. They just gotta talk to us and then yeah. they can help us figure it out. Absolutely, you'll get some of the cut because, but it was Tyler's idea, so. He just copyrighted that, and I have the patent for it. So that's it. That's really what we should do. Really, we should just try and copyright this and get the patent real quick, and then wait for someone to do it, and then either sue them or take a majority stake in the company. I like it. I, so it, we'll file that tomorrow morning before the. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if we file it tomorrow morning before this podcast comes out, then we're chilling. There. Um, so that's hot also. Uh, I don't know what's not hot right now. Oh, Tiger Woods not hot. Prayers for Tiger, though. Yeah, thoughts um, and prayers. That sucks. Yeah, I saw today, you know, I obviously it's the first thing that came to everyone's mind, and understandably so, because his life has been so crazy, turbulent, whatever word you want to use to describe it. But I saw that the L.A. County Sheriff's department came out and they said you know he had nothing in the system he had no drugs no alcohol nothing so you know obviously he's had a turbulent life he's had issues like this before with the duis from alcohol and also more recently from you know his medication post-surgeries and he did have back surgery in december so uh or january i forget when but everyone was worried so really happy to see that that was not the cause. obviously terrible accident glad to see that was not the cause um yeah glad to see he's recovering from surgery non-life-threatening injuries now um so it's great you know it's a shame i can't i cannot see how he would ever swing a golf club in public again um but it's 
I think Rory McIlroy said it best, right? Like everyone's like looks to him as such a larger than life figure because he is, but like he's not Superman. You know, he's a he is a human. Um, everyone's talking about is he gonna play again? Is he gonna win again? Like, let's all just take a moment and be happy that he is alive. Yeah, his kids First still have is, a is father. he gonna be able to like walk again? That's... Right, like his kids still have a father. He will be able to walk his daughters down the aisle. Like, he'll be able to, you know, work with his son and coach him in golf. Like, let's just be happy for those kind of things first. So, uh, yeah. yeah. You kind of take that stuff for granted until something serious happens. And then you're like, well, yeah, at least he can. You know, it happened. Bare minimum, because that's, like, not the right term for it. But, like, at least he can do, again, the stuff that everyone takes for granted. Yeah, I mean, it happened. We went in, we were in this situation last year with Kobe. Uh, but yeah, so that's that is that. Uh, but yeah, so that's what I got. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on uh, to this day in Chicago sports. Um, for all you Chicago fans out there, probably eighty-five percent of our, our listeners. Just kidding. Probably not even close. Um. 2014, Patrick Kane breaks the collarbone against the Panthers, but the Hawks win in a shootout against the Longo. So, just runs back to the day. Um, Here's an actual what the fuck stat. So, out of all the QBs that have started 50 plus NFL games since the NFL AFL merger, there's only one that's never thrown a pick six. Is he our podcast number one quarterback? Nope. I mean, Mitch fucking sucks. Like, he is so <laughs> bad. I mean, you got to give credit. He's never thrown a pick six. I don't know if I will think give him credit, good. though. Huh? I don't know if he gets credit. Just saying. Um, anyways, yeah, that, that was a, that's a what-the-fuck fact. I saw that recently. It's like, that's stupid. You better hope um, Ryan Pace doesn't see that. I, I don't want to talk about the Bears quarterbacks right now because – Why not? Let's talk about them. No, uh, we're probably going to get Mac Jones and then go all in on that, and I don't know. Yeah, do you think Mac Jones is going to be nice? I mean, I think it will be. I just don't think – I don't know if Nagy's going to – like, I don't know. If Nagy gives up play calling, sure, he probably will. But if he tries to be – I'm smarter than everyone else in this on this fucking stadium, no. It's going to be the same old song and dance. Maybe if there's a little bit better things, but I still think we're going to see the – what the fuck play call was that every now and then. He might be able to execute it, but, like, I don't think the end result is going to change too much – but um, other Chicago sports while we're getting into it, I guess. I didn't realize – I thought the Hawks were supposed to, like, suck this year. They were. They're playing very well, though. They're in the playoffs right now. They're in fourth in the Central, 24 points. They're only two points back from first. I think this is very interesting now because they were supposed to be so bad and they're at very much so a crossroads, right? Like at the beginning of the year, 
everyone thought they were going to be bad. Then you got the dock injury when he shattered his arm before World Juniors set them back. You got mm-hmm. the Taves thing that we still, you know, don't know when he will be back playing again, right? It was very much like, all right, now is the time to really sell into this rebuild, right? Look at moving Duncan Keith. Look at, you know, moving these older guys and see what return you can get. And now they're playing well. Like, they started the season shitty. They found their stride. They're a pesky team to play against. And now it's in this interesting spot where it's like, what do you do at the trade deadline? You know? Yeah. Do you think you can actually do anything in the what, – what are you, in the South? Is that what the fuck conference you're in? Yeah, Central. Was it called the Central or the South? Central. I'm looking at it right now. So, like, the, the question now is, right, like, do you think you realistically have a shot to beat Tampa? Do you think you have a shot to beat Florida? Do you think you have a shot to beat Carolina? Can you hold off teams like Dallas, who was in the cup final last year, if they get hot? Um, you know, and then it's interesting because if you think you have a shot, right, then it's do you become a buyer at the deadline? Do you just stay with what you have and try and weather the storm and hope for people to come back? Yeah, um, I mean, it's it's so here's some numbers for you. We're in fourth, we have 24 points. Florida is in first with 26, followed by Tampa and Carolina, both with 25 points. Yeah. Two-point swing first through third right now. We're tied um, with Tampa for second-most goals, four, with 61. Carolina has 64. Our kryptonite, I mean, kind of surprise but goals against. We're, we have just as many goals, four as we have against, 61. And that's second – Third or worst between Columbus has given up 70 and Detroit's given up 66 and Detroit's in dead last and Columbus is one behind us. So, um, yeah. And then the other thing that's not, the thing that is not a good stat for the Hawks right now is the amount of high danger chances you guys have been giving up. You guys lead the league in high danger chances surrendered and that is not good. That means teams are just not finishing them. Um, yeah. So you, you got to you got to think. You know that stat will have some regression to the mean, right? You will start giving up more goals because of that. Blackenden's played really, really well for you in that. Um, I just, I think, I think this is worst case scenario for you guys, to be honest, in terms of like your long term. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not having hopes like over and forth we're going to make to the cup this year and win it all. Like I'm realistic. Like I'm just happy to be here. Happy. We're not a Detroit Nashville kind of thing where it's just losing every five hours, five out of six games, that kind of thing. But kind of off that central might be the best division besides the North in hockey right now. I don't think so. I don't think the North is very good. Well, I say I think that Toronto is playing extremely well. I'm saying it based off points. So the East yeah, is I, leading with 24 points. Toronto's leading with 30. And then Vegas leading <laughs> in the West with 23. 
So we'd be in first place in the West and tied for first in the East. Yeah, but I think that that's because your division has the most separation. But like, there's a very clear line. Yes, yes, yes. I'm just in I'm your just, division. I'm just being uh, looking at one side of it, and ignorance. yeah, I know you're being facetious. I understand. Um, yeah, I don't I mean I don't know. I it's easy for me to say this because I'm not a Hawks fan, but. Like, I, if I was a Hawks fan, I would want you guys to lose eight games in a row, right? Like, that'll, that'll come. I'm sure it will. Totally right. drop out of play. But, like, now, so you can drop out of playoff contention. You can become sellers at the deadline again. You can just have Doc shut it down for the entire year, Tape shut it down for the entire year. Totally just give up on the season, start the rebuild faster, get a higher draft pick. Um, but where you're at, that makes it hard. And then to your point, if that happens and these trends start coming true, but it's after the trade deadline, it puts you in a bad spot because then you can't really act on that. Um, so that's what makes it difficult. Yeah. But, but you know. I don't know. It's more exciting than I thought it would be, so I can't complain. Sure. Um, and, yeah, kind of – too early kind of to go into baseball hubs and I guess we can talk with the Sox eventually, but no baseball talk. We don't need any more baseball talk. Bulls are up by nine right now with five seconds less than the second quarter. So see, that's the talk that we need right now. Bulls are in eighth place in the East, which again, no one saw. I mean, kind of thought they'd be a little better and have flight, but Early, early on wasn't very promising, but a kind, kind of same thing as of late. Um, it's kind of been picking. Speaking it up of the off. East, you know who's a fucking wagon? Uh, the Philadelphia Nets. 76ers. Oh, not the Brooklyn Nets. No, the Brooklyn Nets are good, but they don't play any fucking defense. They play zero fucking defense in their games. Like, let me tell you what, they're they over. Yeah, the Sixers are the wagon, but you said the Nets. No, I know, but who plays defense on the Sixers? Oh, I mean, we play team defense. We have Ben Simmons, who I fucking hate, but he is an all-NBA defender and has been the best defender in the entire NBA the last three years. I still fucking hate him, and I think he stinks, but that's actually a true (laughs) fact. So, um, But the Nets, they play no defense. And they are just five dudes out there that are just a walking bucket at all times. And their team is oh, exhilarating. I bet the over every Nets game. I don't care. The, the line was 242 and a half last night. 242 and a half. That's – if you split that puppy down the middle, you're saying both teams are getting over 120 points? Like, that's yeah. fucking insane. College game last night ended like 40-something to 50-something. We were saying both teams are put an entire college game together and each team is scoring a full college game in one game yeah. and more. Give them, give them eight more minutes of play. And it's fun. It's an, and got, and they hit the over. They hit it. Two for two. They hit the fucking over. It's insane how many points they put up. So that's just, they're very fun to watch. They don't play any fucking defense. If they somehow have this like flip a switch and learn how to play defense for the playoffs, I think they're going to dog walk the entire East. Uh, without yeah. a doubt. Um, but yeah, the Sixers is who I want to say. Yeah, they're playing very good. 
Uh, I am yeah, concerned. Yeah, so today, what did they do like one versus eight in that kind of bracket for the first yeah. round? So, yeah, you'd play Austin. Yeah, you probably would double off us. Yes, correct. Uh, that that we would. Yeah. Um, Anyways, the uh, the real story we've been waiting for, and I guess we've given you about a week to cool off from it, is uh, Carson Wentz is no longer a Philadelphia Eagle. He's not. Now, my qu- first question before I let you dive into this is with what you guys got for him, are you just going to be the biggest Colts fan this year, hoping that they go to the playoffs so that pick becomes a first-rounder? Uh. I mean, I think I'm going to be the biggest Colts. Like, I think the Colts are going to be good. Like, uh, I'm going to bet the Colts to – they were favorites to win their division anyway, but I'll bet that. I will bet the Colts to win the AFC. I'll bet them to win the Super Bowl. Um, I'll bet Carson to be comeback player of the year and Carson to be MVP. Uh, I mean, I think they're going to be good. They Frank Reich is, is a good coach. They actually run they have great running with Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor. They run the ball, they get their quarterback on their center. And their offensive line is just exponentially better than the Eagles is. Carson Wentz got sacked 57 times last year, and the Eagles offensive line gave up 69 sacks in total for the entire season. Um nice. nice. Yeah, nice. And the Colts' offensive line for the entire year gave up 14 sacks. And they had a statue behind them in Phil Rivers. Now, sure, could you say Carson holds on to the ball longer and some sacks are sacks that are self-imposed because he's trying to do a lot with the ball where Phil won't do so? Yes, 100% you can say that. But still, give Carson fucking six of those throughout the season. And he's still lost sack- half of what... Yeah. It's one third of the time. Like, holy shit. Talk about keeping someone fucking healthy. It's hard for anyone to stay healthy when you get sacked 60 fucking times in the year and you, you didn't even play all the games. Yeah. Like, I mean, Jesus, that's fucking hard to do. Um, so I think they're going to be good. I think, you know, a lot of people are like, what is the, you know, how much time do you give them? Or this, that, the other, like you, the full season, obviously. Uh, I think it might take a couple weeks for them to figure it out, right? I think what's helpful is that we had Frank Reich when we won the Super Bowl and Carson Wentz was the MVP through 13 weeks that season before he blew his ACL out. Um, so they have a good rapport. That's helpful because in the COVID world we're still in and probably will still be in when training camp starts. They are probably going to have a weird abbreviated training camp thing like they did this year. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take them a while to get going, right? You don't have – you know, um, you don't have practices, no preseason games, like just a different environment. So it's going to take them a little bit to figure it out. But what they have on their side is that him and Frank Reich have good chemistry together. He understands how Frank Reich calls games. He understands his game plan. So the learning of the playbook will be a little quicker, but it will be like the developing timing with receivers and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's going to be um, a learning curve, if you will, but at the same time, as long as it's not a. Right. And, and that's what, you know, a lot of people, right? When, when you trade for a quarterback, people want like week one or two of them to come and get going, right? Uh, Carson Wentz, it might take six weeks, you know, depending yeah, on what they're buying. 
Yeah, and as long as it's not every single quarter, every single week for three weeks in a row, what the fuck is what, what's he doing? Like, right. If there's a handful of things throughout the game, sure. Like that's like I don't know to be expected. Growing pains, but yes. Again, but, I don't, yeah. I think the Colts think are good. good. I mean, obviously, I don't know too many Colts fans, but I think in general, I don't don't know why. I might be just pulling this out of my ass, but I think they're just more patient than probably ninety percent of the league in terms of quarterback and anything maybe it's because they've had paid demanding Andrew Luck and so they're just used to it and just kind yeah. of believe that it'll come eventually but yeah so, so I'm not worried about any anyone that's actually in Indiana or a Colts fan week two three four being like is Carson Wentz going to start next week sure there's going to be an analyst that want to just pick pick him yeah, apart so but, stuff. I don't know but yeah I think they'll be good um, so from you guys though, Jalen Hurts is the answer. No, uh, guess again. <laughs> uh, I I think they're going to draft a QB at six, and I really hate that. Like that is the farthest from what I want to happen. Uh, but I think that's what will happen. Uh, yeah, what I, what I. What I want for them to do is they should call Seattle. Seattle's asking price for Russell Wilson, they said, was three firsts. They should offer the, have them Jalen Hurts and two firsts, the number six this year and our first for next year, and see what Seattle says. I think that's it. If you offer, if you say you want three first for him and we offer that to you, I think that's a respectable offer the way people talk about Jalen Hurts. He yeah. was drafted in the second. People talk about him. He could have went in the first. Um, everyone thinks he's way better than Carson Wentz. So, um, you know, I think that that's a call they should at least make and investigate how close they get to that. But that doesn't happen. I don't want them to draft a quarterback. I want them to draft line or skill. And I want us to blow up this roster, keep shredding old people, releasing them. Deshaun's gone. Uh, Alshon's gone. Um, you know, I want them just to keep releasing old guys and letting us rebuild. Now, would you take Foles back? Not what just to have in the roster. If there's cut him, whatever, we get someone. He's a free agent. You want him as your number one? No. No. If we traded for Russell Wilson and we signed Nick Foles to be his backup, yeah, I think that's a smart situation. We just gave up. A goal four three now. What the fuck? Um, I think that's why I, I Nick Foles is not a starter in the league, right? That. Uh, you know he wasn't. I I said that when he was on the Eagles. I said that when the Bears got him. I very much so said that. Yep. And I I still think that that's the truth. Um, but I think he's a very competent backup. And if we were in a situation where they, you know, we could get him, I wouldn't hate it. But no, I do not want him to start for us. 
the only way I want him to start for us, let me rephrase that, is if we made some sort of package or we traded up and got like Trevor Lawrence, right? And we said, you are not playing this year because I'm tired of teams mismanaging quarterbacks that they draft high. And they just sit him the fuck down for a year and let him learn and adjust to the NFL. And you just put Foles in for a year. You know you're not going anywhere. It doesn't matter. You give him a year to teach Trevor Lawrence how to be a pro in the NFL. And then you have him as the backup so they have chemistry together for the next two or three years. And then Foles hangs him up. At that point, yes, then I would be cool with Foles being our starter. Yeah, so if the Eagles give up upwards of 50 sacks again, as with Foles at your QB, how soon are you going to – I don't know. Watching Foles on the Bears with his wide feet, brick feet, whatever you want to call them, no ability to get out of the pocket, I would get really frustrated really fast with your line as well and Foles back there. But maybe you're not dumb and Nag or you guys will call better plays than Nagy did and the ball out faster. But anyways, that's just my two cents. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's why I don't want him to start, right? And, you know. I think in that one circumstance, yeah, does it suck? He might get a bunch of sacked a bunch of times. Yes, but we also don't expect to go anywhere if that's the circumstance. So, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. So overall, you happy with the trade? Or I guess give it a one out of ten of your uh, satisfaction slash. Well, my satisfaction is low because I wanted to keep Carson and get rid of Jalen. Um, but in the world where Carson was gone inevitably and Jalen, because Howie Roseman sucks and they have a disagreement and every former Eagles player that ha- has all spoken out saying the issue was never Doug or Carson, the issue is still in the room in the Philadelphia Eagles facility and it's Howie Roseman. So for numerous players to say that that's an issue, but. Uh, in this event where we knew Carson was leaving. Um, I mean, I guess I get the trade at seven. The I'm glad they didn't get players, right? Players didn't help us. We need picks to re, rebuild. Mm-hmm. So I think all the picks is like two picks is, is what the trade needed to be. So I'm glad that they did that. Um, but yeah, in my personal opinion, it's, I didn't want it to happen, but. Looking at it, if it, Carson was going for sure, I would say it was a good deal because we got picks. There, there. I'm going to find this here, but apparently Pace and Nagy are set to have a press conference in like either next week or the week after. I thought I could find a date, but I can't. So I'm very interested, interested in what – that has to say if there's another talking us in circles kind of thing where it's the same old song and dance or if uh oh you don't know what it's about no oh so maybe we're gonna trade for Deshaun. i don't know yeah right houston won so much yeah and i mean with him kind of picking where he wants to go i don't think it either 
I mean, you weren't you weren't a competitor. Yeah, it'd be cool. Like, go to the team that passed up on you and be like, "Hey, like, fuck you!" Like, but watch this happen. Like, see what you could have had two years ago. The same same token. It's probably more so. No, I'm not going there. You passed on me, and then I want to show you up on the other team. Yeah, but I guess the other thing is that you. You guys aren't on the list where he wants to go, right? He said there's three teams uh, that he would accept a trade to. Correct. So, yeah, it's unlikely to happen. And apparently now J.J. Watt also narrowed down to the Panthers, the Bills, and the Packers, I think, is what I heard today. But, Dude, fuck. J.J. to the Bills it would be huge. That'd be pretty cool. But I mean, him and Deshaun are both gonna end up in Carolina. Carolina just becomes a powerhouse. They might, dude. Fuck. Backfield of Bichon and uh McCaffrey would just be nuts. Yeah. Be like when Cam was actually good for those two or three years before he got in that car accident or whatever. But anyways, we'll have to see how things shake out. You got anything else? Uh, no. I mean, I hope we stay hot gambling here. Um, but no, I don't really have. Too, too much. All right. Well, we skipped the batch today, but I guess we'll cover – we'll do that next week. Next week, the finale. I don't know. I think it depends if they do the tell-all or not. Oh, shit, yeah. That'll be a we'll watch or tell-all. So, yeah, we'll, we'll have something out next week. Um, yeah, I can't fucking wait. Bye. I don't know what else is going on between now and then, to be honest. But keep keep gambling. Show us, show y'all our winnings. Um, yeah, we got to get better about tweeting out picks. Yeah, it's yeah. Again, we got to get better at even if we don't tweet out our whole slate because there's a lot of times we put picks in like last second. Like I put an old big player prop for the NBA. Uh, today, right, and like, you know, I put it in 7.59 and the game started at 8.10 and like you rush just to get it in also. Like maybe not that stuff, but maybe like what we think are our best bets that like we are, you know, putting in ahead of time. Um, maybe we start trying to tweet those out. So we or Instagram those out so we get better at that. Yeah, we'll put in a better effort for that. It's uh. Yeah, we try when we can on our full-time jobs, but we'll uh, give it our best effort. The old college try. Love the college try. And then if you want to follow us and win, then cool. Or if you want to fade us and lose, that's, I mean, I guess also cool, but you could just Venmo us the money instead. That would be cooler. Yeah, so just definitely do that. Um uh, 
All right. Well, I guess we should uh, let me read off the player prop that we put in here in case it hits because it's pretty cool. Um, Bam Adebayo, 17 plus. Fred Van Vliet, uh, 17 plus. Van Vliet also three plus threes. Brandon Ingram, 23 plus. Devin Booker, 27 plus and two plus threes. Uh, LeBron, two plus threes, LaMelo Ball, two plus threes, and Duncan Robinson, three plus threes. Um, yeah, it's like plus 2,800 or something crazy like that. Uh, so we put that in, and then we also put in an NBA parlay. Raptors money line, Bulls money line, Pistons plus 11, Phoenix money line, and Lakers plus eight and a half. Uh, we, we normally don't bet NBA, but I, I actually felt like they were two pretty good parlays that we put together. Uh, and then we bet a laundry list of hockey. I think the best bet in hockey going right now is first period overs and game overs. I think there has just been a ton of scoring in the league. Um, and you get some real advantageous lines on those. Especially in the first matchups of teams, you know, playing these mini series, the second matchups normally are a lot tighter. Uh, shame on me for tonight for betting a first period over a second matchup. Um, but yeah, I think both those have been very advantageous. And then conversely, you can get some pretty good lines on some goalie save props if you think someone's going to be good in that, if they're coming off a bad game or if it's the first game of or excuse me if it's the second game of uh of a mini series um i know we've been pretty successful with those as well so there are yeah, things to look at the key there that was uh look up what the goalie done the, done their last game and wh- what the other team's done um just kind of some recon something to back it up oh you gotta do your research for sure um but, yeah, I think they're good. And then outside of that, uh, I think Austin Matthews has just been on a tear this year. So consider looking at him for points or goals in games, you know, 19 goals in 18 games for him. He has a 16-game point streak. So there's some pretty good bets for you to look at prop-wise for hockey. Props are hard for hockey, though, I will say. The outside of goalie, the player props are hard because of the tips deflections. But yeah, that and it's just so not that not that basketball, football, in baseball aren't team sports, but hockey is such. I know we talked about it before, kind of with the parody of just the league and like any given night, kind of any team can win. But I yeah. feel like that's really just because like you get in situations where. You don't have your normal line. You have two guys, one guy off because you have to stay to try to save a two-on-one or something like that. And then next thing you know, you're breaking out. And there's just a lot of variables that could happen. So it's it's not – Yeah, I like like points better in hockey if you're going to look at a player prop. Uh, The problem is you don't have nearly as good return, obviously, on those. Um. Our book doesn't let us parlay players together. Some other books do. So if you're shopping around or if you have a book that lets you parlay them together, I think um, to Ryan's point, 
if you can find a couple players that play on the same line and the same power play unit, I think that that's an advantageous spot where you can put together a couple players that have a couple points uh, and get some good return with that. Uh, and like I said, the goalie saves have been pretty solid as well with how up and down the league's been and just the overs in general. Like we're watching Philly Rangers right now. Over was five and a half. You know, we have seven goals here already. Uh, they had six in, through two periods, you know. So it's a no sweat game was hit the over before the third period even started. Um, so they've been positive, and that kind of has been speaking to that um, first period overs of one and a half, right? So many of these games are going over for the game. Two in the first uh, has not been hard to come by. Yeah, for sure. So that's our feelings. You know, lean overs all the time, except second games of the series. Lean, lean unders for the game there. But all right, I think that's all we got. Yeah. That's all I got. I don't think covered more than I could. Do you have any uh, plays tomorrow for uh, any random, random things yet? Nope. And if I do, I'll post it on Instagram. Perfect. So we'll cover that there. Thanks for listening. Um, Shoot us ideas. I don't know. Just. We need to interact more with y'all. I don't know how, but. I think gambling is the way we start that, but I agree. Yeah. So, as always, roll clones. Go, birds.